get started. I don't, I don't know what I'm not being host. What do I do? So what did you guys think of the game? So <laughs> what did you guys think? So we, just, we all just stayed at the, the same time. Babies and broadswords. Um, it was babysat for us by the co-writer. Is that right, Jason? Yeah, he is listed in the credits as the, like the lead writer on it. Lead writer. Mm-hmm. Co-founder, I think, is what he said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh. What did we think? <laughs> yeah, we just played it. First time for all of us, I believe, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. First yeah. of all, how did this even come up? How did you even... Yeah, so... um Obviously, you know, like we we all have pretty active Instagrams for our two channels, and um, all of a sudden, in my uh, in the DMs for Cantrips and Coffee, I felt bad because it had been sitting there for a couple weeks because it somehow went to like the hidden inbox or whatever. Mm. Um, I I see this message that's like, "Hey, was just wondering if uh, we could run you guys through a game, and uh, you could, you know." Do what you think about it and so i was like first of all i have to apologize because i'm canadian and i feel bad uh but second <laughs> of all uh sure like let's let's see what it's all about and so um he kind of was like well i'll send you a copy of it first uh just so you can see what you're getting into because if you don't like it like we don't want you to look at the game obviously right and so i sent it to our guys and the reviews on it were mixed when we like heard of the concept of it they weren't i'm not mixed. gonna lie it was one like person crickets. is yeah. <laughs> yeah one person is like mm, babies nah <laughs> <laughs> and it's and jody and he's not gonna guy. listen to this so <laughs> yeah. to be fair even i was like ah, is this for me like i don't know um i remember I like me Jayden... and Cade being like we're down to clown yeah like yeah. rugrats yeah. hell yeah i'm in like <laughs> well Jaden, you're basically down for like any tabletop system like you're pretty open-minded that. about that stuff right yeah i'm open-minded about everything i didn't pick the curious you know quirk or whatever <laughs> in this game for nothing i'll try anything <laughs> once uh, and then from there um you know, I, I just, uh, I've been recently, I think I've recently interacted with uh, you two at Potions and Potpourri and was like looking for a reason to collaborate. And so then I asked you if you wanted to join in and you two were like immediately on it. Um, mm-hmm. And then it, I, I reached back out to Jason and, and set it all up. And um, wow, all I can say is uh, whatever hesitations I had before, completely gone. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Like my complaint about it is that it was too short i wanted to explore it more <laughs> you know there were so many yeah. more things that i wanted to check out and try and stuff well i think but... that was merely a time constraint I mean, more than anything yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's all it was that's literally i think that reason. whole adventure could have been an extra hour or so and we could have felt like we completed it you know i'll i'll give them credit though in that like two and two just over two uh, maybe a little bit like two and a half hour play session that we had i felt like we got pretty well the whole experience like we got like a little yeah. snippet of everything and so i was actually really impressed that they could fit so much in yeah, yeah, yeah it was like I walking around costco for a whole meal kind of situation i feel like <laughs> <laughs> that's a good way to describe it i just want yeah, a costco definitely. hot dog with <laughs> <laughs> oh, <Wait>, worthers <laughs> worthers <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know. Why don't we just go through some of the big things here, like and and, and walk through it? Does that sound like a good idea? Yeah. Um, 
let's start with character creation because most of us did that. Uh, we did like a little session zero, get to know each other a little bit better, which we excluded Cade from because we don't like him. Um, <laughs> That's fair. Then, I don't like him either. <laughs> <laughs> and then Cade did, he did it with uh, Jason in the moment. Uh, how, how did we feel about the whole process of character creation? I mean, like their goal, I felt it was extremely easy, right? We we were like, okay, we might eat meat for, um, you know, two hours to figure all this stuff out. And we wrapped it up in like half an hour because we're like, we got it all. Yeah. Now all we need to do yeah, is just was... read which abilities we want to have. Yeah. It was very quick, yeah. Mm -hmm. Pretty straightforward. Which I love stuff mm -hmm. like that. I think that, like, it's good to have a really heavy system every now and again. That can be really fun to dive into. But this, you like, if you're telling me you, do, like, you can't get a game of this going because... I don't know what your reasoning could possibly be. As long as you have four people in a room for two hours, you could easily throw a game together and be playing this, no questions asked. Yeah. yeah, yeah I thought the character creation was, like, it was simple and easy, but there was also enough there to satisfy everybody. You know, mm -hmm. it was, like, a good mix. And that's kind of what Jason was saying to us, is that you could min-max, or you could just make, like, a total murder hobo and do whatever you wanted, you know? It was <laughs> really... I don't want to say unique, because it was like a very dumbed-down version of a lot of other systems, but it was uh, clever, I guess, mm -hmm. is what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. Yeah, clever's a good way to put it. Um, you know, I was impressed that uh, it's it's super rules-light in the idea that, like, I use a single D6, there's three stats, you know, there's not a lot going on, yeah. um, but everything is kind of fits together intricately. Like you said, it's clever. Like, you can min-max yes. things, you can choose certain uh perks or knacks that really accentuate what you're going for whether that's on a like a gameplay level or a role play yeah, yeah and it was organized too like you yeah. know you had the three main stats and then the three skills that each of those three skills pertain to one of the main stats um yeah and even the like standard array was like really simple and made sense yeah, I like that a lot. It's mm. simple, but it also had quite a bit, too, because your perks and quirks and stuff, you know, that you can add to, like, flesh out your character even more, even though, well, yeah, you can, babies. You can <laughs> still yeah, give you can them personality. Yeah, you can take infinite quirks. That's amazing. Yeah, which is super fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I do enjoy that, like, it has big kid rules interspersed in it, too. You know, like, there's these yeah. things that you can use if you want to. You don't have to, um, mm -hmm. which I think we used them. Yeah, it's definitely um, pretty flexible with that. Yeah, and I know something that's big for us on this show, or like on our show, is um, like rule books that are put together in a logical order or in a way that mm. makes things easier. And I think two things that did well with that is just the it has the right amount of information. It doesn't try to pack too much in. doesn't try to overwhelm you. But then even like the sequencing of it is really straightforward and easy to follow. Makes yeah. sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it like its art that. style and everything on top of your like organizing really fits the whole feel of what the game is like. The I don't know, like I, I'm not a big guy that usually would say immersion or something, but if you're a person who's into a, things feeling immersive, this is pretty immersive for 78 pages of some pretty silly stuff. Mm -hmm, definitely, mm -hmm. yeah. you get the vibe immediately. Mm -hmm. 
I also really yeah, enjoy, and maybe it's because we just had this discussion in our like GURPS review, uh, mm-hmm. but I really like that everything is just one d6 because, you know, like I said in GURPS, you can go and raid the Yahtzee box, and your entire party can play with what you already have, uh, and I totally. think that's awesome when you're looking for something that's just like a quick and easy system that you bust out when you need a break from whatever fighting zombies and beholders and yeah, yeah. and yeah, nothing not feels weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it it feels pretty well put together and thought out. You can tell. Yeah. Yeah. And this yeah. the the D six works for everything. Like you know that that yeah. was what we found in GURPS is that like a D six didn't always work for everything. It didn't make sense. And so here though it does, and and I really enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Keisha, I'm I'm curious for you because I know that you're you're kind of like the main DM on your show, right? Um. How do you, like, what do you think? Would it be easy to be a sitter for this? I think so. This would be a lot of fun. Like, this just begs for silliness, you know? It's just a great setup for, like, the session we just did. It's just this kind of cute little, like, oh, like, you little babies in this orphanage, and you meet not Santa in the bathroom, (laughs) and (laughs) get put on a whole little adventure, like, and like we said before, it's a, it's, got a lot of Rugrats vibes, which I think all of us know Rugrats and should love him, because yeah. Rugrats are great. Uh, you could do a lot with this, and this is kind of a good way to like, soft introduce actual D&D. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's pretty basic, but it has a lot of elements pulled from that. You know, you have like Punchy Kicker that's obviously based off of like Monk, you know, the Barbarian, Barbabian, and all this stuff. So... Yeah, there's there's a lot of ideas that I could definitely come up with, especially since it's short and sweet. And yeah, yeah. I, I mean I like to that. add to that a little bit, Keisha, I'm the forever player, and I am inspired to try and babysit this because it yeah. just seems like literally anybody could pick it up mm-hmm. and do it without really any DM GM experience. And so it's very like beginner role play friendly, I would say. And yet it has lore built in, and I'm not going to say it's like deep lore or anything because you know no. like Rugrats style D and D, you know. Um, but it's lore to start with, and make it makes it feel like the world is lived in. Um, for fifteen dollars Canadian, or roughly like twelve dollars US, um, you're getting two full scenarios to play through. Like, there's a lot here to just kind of take in and. Like um, like Kayla was saying, be be a first time DM or GM if you want to. Yeah, they definitely have all the tools you need to hop right in, and it's not intimidating at all, honestly. Like, I mean, it kind of looks intimidating for someone doing something like this for the first time. Like, ah, that's still like seventy plus pages. Uh, that's kind yeah. of a lot to read. <laughs> but you know, it's 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 nicely written out and. Again, it's it's very simply put, so it it could be a very yeah. great thing to use for first timers DMing or being a player, any of that. Well, to uh, piggyback off what Ruin was saying about the lore, I think that's one of the most um, engaging parts of the game. Yeah, is that coupled with the art, especially like you can get that in the PDF or obviously on the hardcover book, but it just really is super unique 
and colorful and fun and just silly. And it just really brings you right into the life of a baby in like a, a work camp orphanage. <laughs> yeah. The book is also hilarious. Like, even as it's giving it's you so the rules, funny. there's so many little funny one-liners in there. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I agree. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's really, sure. it's just, it was just a pleasure to read. Mm -hmm. When I was reading through it, when we first started to set this up, I was like, man, this is hilarious. And it's adorable. Mm -hmm. How could you not love it? Mm -hmm. uh, it's one of the first systems we've done where I didn't just immediately like, oh, hey, this is all just like lore and info. Ah, screw that. I'm gonna <laughs> jump it. Jump. I'm just gonna make my character and Rune will fill me in later. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I actually read it. So. <laughs> yeah, it, <laughs> yes. it was hilarious to read through. Like I usually when I I get a rule book or something like that, I pick away at it over like a week or something like that. And I sat down and I just read this back to back because it was so good to read through. Um, I will say though, there is one thing in here that like haunts my waking nightmares and that is mommy's little helper that thing is crazy looking yeah trippy yeah. double eyes yeah that's why it's so cool that you can be any any creature any race because like ruin you were uh, a cthulhu character or whatever one hybrid um, and uh, uh, you know you can just really add to that element of weird mm -hmm. that they've developed here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think one of my favorite things about it, too, is, like, how it does the, uh... You don't really have, like, an HP, you know, bar or anything, uh, or anything like that. It's You have your ouchies and your grumps and your tummy aches. There's, like, three different things that's going on. I really like that, and they're they're each a different thing. Like ah, like you're like ouchies, like you're physically getting hurt, or like the grumps where you're just like just being cranky and that kind of stuff, you know. And you take breaks from it, and I like that. Yeah, that's yeah, I really like the break break system. Yeah, break system. Yeah, where you physically need to leave the table. I think that's awesome. Yeah, that's such a cool <laughs> I idea. I wish that would have happened to us. <laughs> yeah, I'm I would have liked to explore that more. That. Yeah, uh -huh. I, like I might Me start putting that. That was probably the one thing I was hoping to do. Well, I'm starting to think I might put that into like my homebrew D and D stuff. Like if you're knocked unconscious, get <laughs> yeah. out, go upstairs, get a beer. Yeah, uh, yeah. I gotta roll your death saving throw when I need you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it's it's funny that you bring that up, um, Keisha, because we've played systems that try to insert these other um, types of like health systems you know like we played starfinder which has stamina but then it also has like kinetic versus energy damage and at the end of the day we kind of just went yeah it's it's all the same thing it really you know all it doesn't damage. really matter mm -hmm. yeah and so it's either it's a shield or it's a not a shield it's an hp or it's not an hp but i actually felt like this had opportunity here to shake things up like there's different consequences that you can insert instead of just being like, oh, you, you fell down and you took an HP every single time or something mm -hmm. like that, you know? Mm -hmm. I think part HP of it is it's like there's more to manage in a certain sense, right? Like you can even pick, like, so when we were going up the stairs, we all kind of got to pick what we would be rolling to decide our thing. And when, we, when I failed, I hit ouchies and I was getting pretty high on ouchies. I had four out of seven or something like that. So I could Ooh. avoid taking any adventurous, mm -hmm. you know, options for a while and rest more on my tummy aches or something. Cause I have a lot more of that. 
which I think is cool. I like that they, it seems like any complexity the system has is mostly based around like resource management, which not a lot of games focus on as like their key way of having a system. It's usually something that's just added on top of like, oh, you got to keep track of your spells. But this whole game just seems like it's resource management across the board with cookies, ouchies, and tummy aches. Yeah. It's a good point. Mm hmm. And even for like, like the combat system, it's not straight up like you roll to attack, you mm -hmm. know. It's mm -hmm. you have different ways to go about the encounter. It's not even almost combat. It's just like there's this obstacle. How do you go about it? And they roll against that, not necessarily just strictly the straight up punch him in the face kind of a thing. Yeah. You can also like, oh, pet the dog, you know, and try and calm <laughs> down and that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. That's pretty neat. And I even felt like when I was creating my character, I felt that thematically is like, you know, it's not like I'm getting a lot of moves here for high combat or anything. Like I had one, it was, I didn't do it and I could attack, but then blame it on somebody else and avoid damage. <laughs> but then later I'd get two ouchies from whoever I did that to. So if I did it more than once, because I only had three ouchies, my character would oh. be like, have to take a break later. But I was like, that's fine. Mm -hmm. If I win the combat, I'll take a break, you know? Yeah. Um, but like, I was thinking about it thematically of how not like kind of what you said, Keisha, of how it's an encounter. It doesn't really build up your character to do these grand battles or anything. It really encourages that it's like an exploratory battle. You know, what are you going to do to outwit it or puzzle it out rather than just always straight up combat? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, that really so adds to the role play element of it, right? Because like, mm -hmm. like, um, what Jaden was saying, you know, do you want to be more adventurous or do you want to be more precocious with it or cute? Um, and it kind of lets you build your character even further that way. Potions and Potpourri, a Dungeons and Dragons variety show podcast where two gal pals, Keisha and Kayla, talk about a variety of topics, including discussions. Wizards of the Coast has tried recently to change the mechanics, but I think the biggest thing they did was release Tasha's Cult of Everything. Right. That like really changed the way that people can make their characters. Life plays. We caught the tracker trying to kill Claude. He already killed some of the household guards. Uh, we did everything we could to try and save him, but uh, the tracker unfortunately got got to him before we could. But we took care of the tracker. So it's me. Oh, he's gone. He's gone by Joseph. Over. Interviews. Yeah, I'm not gonna fool you. If you're not having fun with your character after a while, I'm not gonna make you play your character. Yeah. You have to figure out why is your current character leaving and why is this new character joining. Potions and potpourri. Find us wherever you get your podcasts. Let's, uh, why don't we talk about, like, the individual classes here? Um, we each played something different, and I, I, first of all, I was impressed that they had that many because, you know, when I thought about babies, I was like, oh, what can babies do? Uh, but then we each played something different. Um, I think, if I just count them real quick, there's I, yep. I thought there were six. Six. Yeah. Six. So we, we still had one that we didn't play. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, and then they said that they added, like, another six like later. More? Yeah. 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 That's amazing. crazy. So why don't we just, like, rehash what we all played and, like, our thoughts about playing that class? Yeah. I was the Thorthorer, which is like the greatest name out of all of them in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. Arguably the cutest name. Good. Yeah. 
Um, and I feel like, I mean, I guess the big difference between characters comes down to just which stat you get to boost and then what your abilities are. And first of all, that's where like most of the banger puns are is in the yeah. ability names. They are so good. One of mine is, and then there's this one and she does this and all it does was it bored the guy that I was attacking. So he had to skip around with that annoying kid that knows too much. It's just going to sit there and tell you everything about race cars, even though you don't want to hear about race cars. And I like that idea. They actually took things that are pretty common habits of children and made them into abilities and gave them, you know, meaningful mechanics, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I did the uh, punchy kicker. Yeah, because I'm forever. I I like the ones that are not super spellcasty because I just can't. I don't know why. So I I was drawn to the punchy kicker for sure. And just like, I like that they have. And I also like that you have to have cookies. That's how you yeah. like kind of power your special abilities. You need that sugar rush, you know, <laughs> yeah. have the energy to do it. <laughs> um, yeah, I definitely had a lot of fun with it because that's the one that fit me the most personally, and I liked having that option. Mm-hmm. Uh, I played a Warwalk, um, which <laughs> was funny and it's fun to say. Um, and yeah, it. it it has, I don't know, some interesting ones that I didn't get a chance to use. Um, like, apparently, so there's one that's, I like to watch you sleep. Uh, and I just spook an enemy into giving me a cookie. Uh, I just creep them out until they give me a cookie, and they have to give me one. Awesome. Uh, I thought about doing it on the dogs, but I wasn't sure how that would work. Um, they yeah. would puke it up. Yeah. <laughs> and then I also have one where I get, like, advantage on, like, loot rolls, which is a whole thing we didn't get to experience is that there's, like, tables oh, to roll on yeah. for various loot. Um, but, yeah, no, I thought it was really fun. I really enjoyed it. And the, the balloon that never pops was great. Mm-hmm. I also yeah, enjoy the idea cool. of, like, what does loot to a baby look like? You know, like, it's like a half-eaten mm-hmm. lollipop. I uh, can look it up. <laughs> yeah. <Jeez. laughs> A dead rat. A dead rat. <laughs> oh, Bartholomew. Okay, so, uh, so I played the... Uh, oh, go ahead, Kate. Sorry, I was going to talk about the loot, but you, I'll, I'll do that after. Fair enough. Um, so I played the Sneaky Pants, which is uh, essentially the rogue, which I thought was fitting because my first ever D&D character was a rogue. Um, and uh, I think it's really clever that it's not that they're actually sneaky, it's that they're so adorable that they just get away with things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like, totally yeah, good. of course. Yeah, because kids always try to do things that they get away with, and then when you catch them, they just look at you and are like, ha, ha, ha. Um, so, but like things that it could do, and uh, I'll admit, I was having some internet problems when we were recording, so I don't know if I missed my turn in combat or if like it didn't no, come to me. Never happened. Uh, Okay, well, I, I feel less bad, but I also wish I could have experienced combat. But um, I think that that works. Like, the ingenuity of your guys' battling skills is what took care of that fight so quickly. So I'm also <laughs> not sad about that. Um, but I have things like I didn't do it, which is that I can, yeah, pin my pin the blame of my attacks on somebody else. I can also use cookie time, which is allowing me to steal cookies. And so on a, on a one or a two roll of a d6... I lose two cookies, but a three or four, I steal one, and a five or six, I also steal two. Um, And then I also have Ain't I a Stinker, um, which is a plus two to cool bonus for for one. Um, Yeah, I just think it's cool that 
basically everything that you do for being a rogue is because you're adorable or cool looking and get away with stuff. <laughs> like even when he described how I was like vaulting through the bathroom, you know, it's like I fell over but still stuck the landing. Rule of cool. Um, I played the Barbabian um, 100% for flavor. That was like, the, I was reading through them and I was like, just this is the character I need to play with the gravelly voice and um, just the pure rage. And I like that they start with a, a well-loved rolling pin, which I didn't get to use either because I never got my turn in combat, but it allows one damage reroll per combat. Also that I was wearing a tiny helmet with tiny horns. <laughs> uh, oh, did right, we all get uh, items? Yeah, yeah, I think... Yeah. I think yeah, you start with special... like a special and like a flavor item is what he yeah. said. Yeah. Basically, yeah. I got yeah, a okay. heavy whacking book and a jar of petroleum jelly for their perpetually chapped lips for the Thorfinnur. Gross. Don't stop talking. Uh, I had a pillowcase that increased my carrying capacity, and then also a pokey nice. fork. Mm. Yeah, you use that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my character had a comfy, cozy headband that says, Number one, tough kid. That allows <laughs> one, point, one point of damage reduction per combat. Wow. And a set of clacky medicine balls. Nice. Weird. Impressive. I was, yeah, I was like, that's interesting for the medicine balls, but... Yeah. Uh, I had my locket of two people that aren't my parents. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Which was weird. I'm dad. <laughs> uh, it saved us from a terrible work camp. Yeah. Uh, and then my red balloon that never pops. Which I was going to try to use as like a weird shield, but didn't get the chance. <laughs> uh, real talk, though. Like, does anybody else have like a horrible fear of balloons from a, being a child? Because uh, I sure do. From it? Yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, no. As soon as he was like, I have a balloon. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I it probably could have gone that way. Uh, Jason was a great sitter, but he had a twisted humor to him. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was great. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of funny because as cute as this system is, you could also slip in a little bit of oh, that's a little dark in it. Well, the mm -hmm. whole whole story is like a mixture of really cute, like it's all pastel colors and like cute babies and all this stuff you know like ouchies and tummy aches but it's really sinister underneath with the lore and everything yeah i mean the place <laughs> is named lady chastity's home for unwanted children and other errors in judgment yeah. <laughs> i love it so much <laughs> and like i know that that's the point but the entire time we played and read it I, all i could get was like that late 90s early 2000s vibes of of cartoons on saturday mornings mm -hmm. that totally. were all a little twisted and yeah. that's probably why we're slightly damaged as millennials but it's okay we embrace it <laughs> yeah it's like as kids they were really fun and cutesy and as an adult you're like holy shit my parents let me watch that <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> that explains so much oh boy <laughs> uh kid you uh, you uh had something to say about 
It's uh, loot, I think. Yeah, no, you, so you said you were curious what the loot was, so I went and I looked up the loot tables, which are deep in the Not For Babies section, uh, so only the sitter's supposed to check them out. Uh, but for okay loot, there's some of the things that we saw, like a kazoo, um, the picture of a puppy, and stuff like that, but there's also like a big slimy booger uh, that can cause a grossed-out enemy when you flick it at somebody. Uh, inexplicably sticky hands... Uh, a very pointy rock, a flower I picked just for you, uh, and a bunch of other stuff. And that's all under okay loot. And then there's fancy loot that has uh, a bubble pipe, sugary cookies, a rusty nail, an empty wasp nest, uh, a book with pictures of grown-ups wrestling. Uh, and a dead rat is in there. Um, That's a hidden gem. Yeah. Uh, and then there's awesome loot, which is like a backpack with a froggy on it. Self-applied face paint, fluffy socks, cootie shot, uh, stuff like that. And then the best loot has like Mr. Barry, Excalibur, uh, baby can do it, ABC, uh... The Very Hungry Kraken. Uh, oh. <laughs> uh, the Promise of New Parents. Hope for a Better World. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. So, those Fantastic. are the things. that. Oh, a big shirt that looks like a dress is also up there. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so, I, I, I don't know. I feel like we just had... A way better time with this system than I expected. Like even, mm-hmm. even in terms of like when I was reading the the rule book, I was like, "Hey, yeah, this is cool. I love it. I think this is great. Uh, I wonder how it's gonna turn out." And just the entire time, like, I couldn't help but have a huge dumb smile on my face. Yeah, <laughs> my jaw hurts from smiling so hard. I know. Yeah. I just, I just wanted to keep playing. Like, I think I know that this is written as or he was saying that it's more of like one shotty but i yeah. could definitely do a lot longer than just like yeah. a single session for yeah. sure mm-hmm. well i mean i guess like we we've kind of done our, our preview um of this like we're we're getting into like you know we all just love it and it's such a cool system but i guess the the real question i want to know is like how many of you would actually uh, bring a table of people to play this, or would you introduce it to new people? Like, what's kind of your audience like? Or maybe you, you've decided, like, yeah, this is really cool. I'm staying away from it. Uh, so I'm gonna be like volunteering at like a summer camp this summer uh, <laughs> oh, with fun. kids, uh, and I'm full on bringing this with me. Like, we're playing it. Uh, oh, that's happening. Neat. So, <laughs> good choice. Yeah. Um, so me, Kayla, I'm very inspired to run this myself as somebody who doesn't usually DM. Um, I would just run it with my friends, my regular D&D group. It would be fun to get like five people together, like kind of for a party instead of playing like board games, like try and do one of these one shots and see how it goes. Um, I just really think at least most people I know would have fun playing it and it would be a really good game to introduce to people. Mm hmm. Yeah, I definitely second that, like, with our group that's already zany as it is. Like, I think I would actually enjoy this. And me being the way I am, 
I love having that little like hint of like it's a little messed up though because of these things like the work camp and all this stuff. <laughs> you know, like... The adult is wrestling. <laughs> yeah, this is definitely something that I could definitely bring to any of my current groups right now, and they would have a blast yeah. doing a. a and you know, little I personally, because... sorry, Keisha, sorry, very good. Uh, I personally would pay fifteen dollars to play this. Yeah. yeah. And to have the hardcover book, it's just really pretty and cute. Yeah, I mean, I would say that unless you're a stick in the mud, this system is probably <laughs> down for anyone that wants to play some tabletop. Like, it's yeah. uh, it fits right into what my general rule, which I've said a lot, is like I think a good DM should have their one system that they really know that they really enjoy playing. That could be you know your D and D or Pathfinder, whatever your big system is. And then you should always have a second system in your back pocket. This is a great system for anyone to have in their back pocket. Even if you're a brand new DM and you're like, I'm going to do D&D, but every now and again I might need to fall on a story because people don't show up or any number mm-hmm. of things come up. Mm-hmm. And you could pull this system out and easily be running it in 10 minutes. And in a, whatever you would call a tabletop emergency, this would solve all of your tabletop <laughs> emergencies, I feel like. If you ever need to have a nerdy baby shower... This is it. <laughs> oh my god! That's a really That's good, a good idea. <laughs> That's a really good idea. I'm that taking be their that. Whole Do it. They're like selling accessories and stuff and like decorations to go with it. And this will be yeah. a whole completely designed for baby showers system. I want to know what a box set of this would look like. Like, there's got to be props and There's stuff. at least one pacifier. Kind of dice? <laughs> yeah, some kind of, like, pastel dice. Mini dice? <gasps> oh! oh baby dice! Baby I mean, dice and I run this system. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh. A vial of beholder igu. <laughs> Guy beholder. Some kind of you know, Jayden, teddy bear. <laughs> Jaden, the entire time that uh, Jason was running for us, all I could think is like, this is like Jaden, but like, you know, in the future, uh, his entire <laughs> style was just your, like, that was your style. Um, so I, I could see that you enjoyed it a lot. It's and, very Jaden um, running dad, Lance. It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah I exactly. It's kind of fun running this system. No questions asked. I love that it just stays out of your way. As I always say that, like, rules are fun. But nine times out of ten, I don't care to worry about a rule. I'd rather be enjoying the moment and rolling with it and making laughs happen. So this system, there's almost no rules to like actually hold yourself to. There's like a handful that you're gonna use, and outside of that, you do whatever you want. And that's yeah. that's super sweet in my opinion. Yeah. Um. So I, I, so I have like two tabletop groups outside of this podcast, and um, I can see that one of them. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, one of them I could see it being like a hard sell to because um, I'll give you a hint. One of our usual <laughs> co-hosts is not here. Uh, so I, I feel like that might be a, a hard sell. But um, I think my other group would really enjoy it uh, because they're totally for like the campy, the, you know, wild little adventures for no good reason other than just it's the fun of it. Um, so I would definitely bring this to the table. I might just be selective or I would spring it on them so that they wouldn't expect it and then they'd realize they actually loved it and they should get over the title of it. (laughs) (laughs) Trick them into liking it. Yeah. (laughs) I think you used the best word for this system, campy. Like this is that is like Mm -hmm. should just be they should change the title. I don't know why they would it would be a worse title, but they should, because that just (laughs) describes the system perfectly. Yeah, you're totally right. That's when he said that I was like, Yeah, that's what I've been trying to describe myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, um, I guess the only other thing that like, is there anything that you guys would change the system? Like, is there any recommendation you would have of like uh, tighten this up or, or something? Like, I don't know. I don't think so. I think it's awesome. I think for what it's trying to be, it's pretty perfect. It exceeds. That. Yeah. 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 My only complaint tonight was that we didn't, <laughs> I didn't get to try combat as good and mm. as much, I guess, and also that we didn't get to experience the timeout system. Yeah. yeah. We were just too good. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I think it says a lot that, like, that's something we're excited for. You know, like, yeah. we see the potential in that. Mm. I agree. Yeah. I don't. I don't think for what it's trying to do, it it could do any um, better. Like it's it's fantastic. I would love to see what their um, their module that they've put out for does for it. Uh, what was it? The hundred acre heist, I think they called yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's only five yes. bucks. I'm pick like Canadian. I just looked because I'm gonna pick it up. Wow. So. Nice. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I we might actually have to play through that on the show sometime, but. <laughs> Um, that, that, I guess that's, um, that is our first preview of, uh, Babies and Broadswords. Thank you so much for joining us on this. Yeah, thanks for coming. Thanks for inviting us. <laughs> yeah, thanks for having us along. That was awesome. 